Hello, Auburn family. Uh, this is Jason Campbell, your host on the uh, Own to Victory podcast. Uh, we have a special guest today. You know, I, I kind of got a chance to know this guy a little bit, you know, before everyone else did. Um, you know, what a treat to have him on today. As you can see, I'm without a co-host today, so I'm doing this thing solo. So it's uh, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to enjoy it. You're going to get a chance to learn a lot about, you know, some of our special guests that we have on today. And, you know, Auburn family, we thank you for what you do. We thank you for your support. Uh, continue to support this team, continue to support our student athletes. Uh, everything that you do, uh, trust me, it goes to the right places and it helps a lot of these kids out. But today I got my man, Justin Rogers, uh, the big transfer from Kentucky. Uh, you know, this guy here, man, has all kind of accolades that he can go and get. And, you know, he's had a tremendous career so far um, in the SEC and, you know, to stay in the SEC and come over to to Auburn, another familiar familiar foe just on the other on the opposite side of the sec um we're in the west so you know he's been in the east so now he's on the west side of things so uh justin let's talk a little bit man about your journey like you know let the family people know where you're from uh how did you get to auburn and uh and uh how you feel about it so far uh i'm from detroit michigan and all that um i transferred from the university of kentucky to auburn because um coach uh von Trail, he was telling me you no know, he was getting a job here. He was like, man, I would love to have you. So it was like, it was really no brainer. Cause it was like, no, I know a familiar uh, face. So it was like, he was like, jump in. Let's, you know, let's, let's build something. So I'm here to build, you no, know, build a D line room up. Yeah. Speaking of D line room, you're one of the older vets in the room. Uh, you know, we lost a lot of guys last year with Derrick Hall and Kobe Wooden guys going on to the NFL. How does it feel to be stepping in with those stepping in those shoes where you're coming in and you're instantly looked at as the guy? You know, you're you're the guy that kind of controls that room and 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 the way they get those guys around you to play harder. Um, just really no, no, it's kind of easy because like I was I've been preparing for since I got in college. It was like no brainer, um, man, um, Jason and uh, Marcus no. They helped me along, bringing other guys along. So it's like I got to give them guys state props because now without them, I can't even do it by myself. So I got to you know, bring other guys along with me. Yeah, y'all had a really good transfer portal class. Uh, you yeah. know, you think about a lot of guys that come in with you, um, you know, and it hadn't stopped. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's just, just more guys it's continue to add. And that's the thing about this program. You know, we're trying to get this program back to competing at a high level and being in talks of championships. Uh, yeah. You know, it hadn't been that long ago since, you know, Auburn's played in some of those national championship games. And we need to get back to that. And the only way you get back to that is building that room, building that character, bringing in guys. What's the hardest part you think for us having to transfer from somewhere that you've been kind of a staple for a couple of years? Then all of a sudden you have to, you know, you see like, hey, I may need to transition somewhere else. How hard is that decision when you're making that choice? Um, like for me, I felt like, you know, I reached my peak at Kentucky and all that. So it was like, I want to do something that's, it gave me out of my comfort zone. I want to challenge myself. So I felt like being on the West of the SEC, way harder than the East. Cause you got LSU, you got Alabama, you got all the big nine, big name schools on this side. Yeah. I'm talking about, yeah, the schedule's tough. And uh, like I always tell people like, sometimes you want it that way because you, when you, you go out and compete do. and you win, it just kind of just puts a, you know, it highlights everything that this team is doing. And when you look at Coach Freeze coming in his first year here, 
and the things that he's been in the SEC before. So he knows the SEC West because of his tenure at Ole Miss. And, yeah. you know, he's a winner. And, and when you have that in this building, when you guys win this year, you know, this program had two losing seasons in a row. We haven't yeah. seen that, and I don't know when. And yeah, now, that's, that's going to change this year. Yeah, so now that you guys get to the winning side of things, it's going to put so much attention on the transfer guys that came in because you're going to be a big staple of turning the program around. What have you seen from Coach Freeze so far that you like? Man, his energy. <laughs> he bringing the juice every, every day in practice. So that's 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 what we need. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he changing the culture around. You know, he want to see Arvin back to what's Arvin used to be. Yeah, most definitely. And then when you think about Coach Freeze, like when he made the statement and said, hey, I want to retire here, you know, that means a lot because it, it's just showing like, hey, I'm not here trying to get three, four years or just get money. You know, I'm here yeah. to really try to win and build this program. Yeah. And, uh, you know, him bringing familiar coaches, you know, you know, Coach Montgomery and and then you got Coach Roberts on defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Coach Roberts and Coach Montgomery actually coached together before. So, you yeah. know, there's a lot of familiarity there. And then some of the coaches that come over with Coach Freeze, and then you talk a little bit about your D-line coach, you know, um, and everything. Let, let us know a little bit about him. You know, I know all about him, but let us know a little bit about him. Uh, JG, that's my guy. Yeah. That's my guy, not man. You love ball. Yeah. A great, I say a great person to be around. Definitely a great mentor, a great, a great role model, I would say. And Coach Montreal, the same way, you know. Some great guys just to just to get the coaching experience with. I'm happy I made this decision to come to Auburn because, like, well, if I didn't come to Auburn, I probably won't be around these great coaches. So I'm happy I'm here. Yeah, like I said, you know, it, you're always as good as your surrounding cast. Yes, and, sir. you know, this team has been building and building, and we understand our secondary is supposed to be deep this year. You know, we have a yeah. lot of guys there linebackers you look at austin keys then you look at you know larry nitson we just brought on you yeah. know wesley steiner has been busting his tail as well cam riley has been coming in and then you also got our prize a uh, big five star and then Keldra falk you know mm-hmm. who won't have to rush into it but has the opportunity to build and then you have someone like elijah McAllister, you know a guy that's played in the sec again another sec guy coming over then you got mosaic kite so you guys have guys man like what are some of the guys that you think on that defensive side of the ball that most people probably don't hear about as much that you think is going to make some noise this year for the for this defense? Um, I say Mo. Okay. Mo gonna make a lot of noise. Yeah. It's like you don't hear nothing about Mo, but Mo one of the guys for real. Yeah, and see, Mo transferred in from Maryland. You know, mm-hmm. so you know he wants to to get into. I'm pretty sure he's picked your brain about, hey man, how's it playing in the SEC? You know, and everything is as far as like. And I watched him in the spring, and like I said, he is a guy. I can see why you picked him because yeah. uh, you know he has a high motor. Yeah, uh, you know he's a guy that's he's very energetic. Definitely, uh, and everything. That's what you gotta have. You know, say like you gotta have someone playing beside you sometimes. It's that dog too. You know, you need the yeah. uh, got it. Court. Yeah, he got it. He got it. He got it. So, you know, just talking about you guys as a group, what's some of the fun things y'all do together as a group? Um, Just really play the game. You know, I'm just talking about outside because oh. D-Lyman, I know y'all like to eat. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all got, may have you a little wing night. You may have your pizza night or something. Like, who's footing the bill when y'all go out now? 
Should Jay Z do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro. Yeah. No, he like every um every couple of weeks. You no, know, he take us out. You no, know, we all break bread together. Yeah, now nah, that's important because I remember back when we was playing, man. Like most of our our relationships were built outside the the locker room. You know, locker room. Yeah, we're gonna joke and laugh and and you know on each other and have a good time. But when you leave that locker room. You know, we call that that quality time where you got to get a chance to be, you know, in each other's space outside of the locker room. That's yeah. so important. And uh, and it, it usually carries onto the field um, it and everything. Does. So, you know, but yeah, man, like I said, this podcast is just for everybody to get to know you, Justin. And, okay. you know, you like I tell people, hey, they look at you, man, like you solid. You always in the weight room. You know, you're always talking ball when I talk to you. You know, you have a high level IQ for football. And what are one of the biggest attributes that people may not know about you and that you would that you would like them to know? They look at you, they may be like, I didn't know he was into that. Oh, cars. I love old school cars. <laughs> yeah. Why is um, it that big guys like old school cars? Um, just because you know it's hard finding old school cars and it's just like just like restoring old school cars is is so hard. Yeah, because I remember when I was in the league, when I was in Washington, I had some guys, man, that played with me. It was always the D-line guys. Always go buy the old Chevys and, yeah, you know. Yeah, and them, all that. yeah, and they put a new motor in them. They fit some up to get them painted. And most of the time, yeah. they put them in car shows. So you type of guy that one day you want to put cars in car shows or you want to just have it at the house and ride around a Sunday evening? Um, I want to do both. Yeah. Definitely want to do both. Yeah, because I know a lot of guys, they was into it, man. We had a car show actually at our facility, and they would put on, uh, yeah, for the surrounding area and say, hey, the players' car show is what we called it. Mm-hmm. And guys would get old school cars and fix them up, and everyone would come around. So you didn't see nobody's car until that day. So guys would pull up, post their car up, and then everyone would come through, walk through, looking at the cars. At the end of the day, they had to vote on who won, and there was a prize. Everyone put up a prize and uh, and, and everything. It was a pretty good prize. You know, it was a healthy prize to probably pay for a good motor. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so what's your favorite old-school car? Um, i say a Monte Carlos SS T-Top, a Grand National, or um, a Caprice um, Chevy um, 71, or okay. really um, the Oldsmobile Cutlass. Yeah. Well, hey, this man knows his cars, everybody. You can tell this man knows his cars. Maybe one day we'll have Justin Rogers come back to the Plains and, and put on an old school car show for, you know, for the for the Auburn family. And, no, that's uh, and have, yeah, have guys. To, I, I think that may be something. Man. You have guys to participate. Other guys in the league or former players who want to bring back old school cars, set it up, you know, yeah. and uh, have people come through and vote on them. I think that'll be that. I think we can look into that one day. We'll see what happens. No, that definitely be nice. Yeah. yeah, but Justin, before I let you out go go, man. I, like I said, I'll have five quick questions and everything here in a minute. But NIL has kind of changed the game of college landscaping. Um, you know, and everything. And it's been uh it's been a big thing for a lot of kids to help in their families and kind of releasing a lot of pressure. But talk about NIL just as a whole. Like what does it mean to be a student athlete? Because you know, I, I wouldn't know, you know, just because it was past our time but for you guys it was kind of opportunity that it creates for you guys now and even out the ball um for me i would say like it definitely created an opportunity for me to give back to my community like you no know, because i i like 
this is like a big thing for me giving back to the homeless people back in Detroit because like we don't really got a whole lot of um, stuff back home. So I use some of uh, my NIL money to uh, give back to the homeless people and just really helping my family out, you know, anything ever come up. You know, I know they can call me so I can be like a helping hand. And it just and it shows you how to manage your money and just you know and how to invest your money and stuff. So like for me, I invest my money in stocks. So that's like a great part for me. Look at the man learn about stocks and bonds and all that stuff right now. Uh, yeah. You know why you're in college? But just tell everyone, man. Like you, you've already tell everyone what degree that you're working on. What's your what's your degree you're working on? Right now, my degree is on sociology. So I can I can see that and I can see why you in sociology, you know, people you don't know, Justin, but uh, he has a a, a lot of wisdom and, uh, you know, that can share with people and everything. So sociology is a really good major. It really really is. Um, You know, let's get let's get to the nitty gritty, man. Let's get to the nitty gritty. (laughs) You know, let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about what's your favorite food to eat the night before a big competition. Um, so look. I go, I don't like to be young. I play like, I say a little salad or a little pasta. So, you know, in the morning, I'd be just right, you know, feel good, moving around great. So I try not to eat heavy the night before. Okay. 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 Um, what is your favorite, put it away, outside of playing high school, college, what's the, what's your favorite stadium you look forward to playing in this year? Um, I got two. Okay. I, I got, I'll say, LSU and Texas A&M. Have you played in either yet? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Yeah, you're in for a treat. Yeah, you are in for a treat. Man. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, so you get LSU pretty early, and then you get A&M on down the road. So, yeah. two great games. Two great games. I just hope the LSU game is not a, a 1 o'clock game. It gets hot. No, I hope it's night. No, yeah, yeah, that's when you want to go down there. That's gonna be good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you have any rituals or superstitions? Um. So I would say just really. I don't know. I just go out early and just sit there, just just look around the stadium, and just and just tell myself like, man, you you came a long way. Mm -hmm. So I just sit there and just. This, I don't know. I just this dream. It's like it's like it is different coming from like Kentucky, from high school to like Auburn and all. That's just it. Just shows like me just growing as a person just over time. Man, expanding his territory. I would say this: um, a lot of guys the night before games or day of games, they, they they can't really rest. I always tell a lot of people: people think you sleep really good the night before a game. You don't. But most of the time, you don't as a player because you're trying to think about the plays that you need to make, and then you're trying to think about: yeah. did I cover everything? Do I got everything? You know that you I need go, for this you game. Go over all the plays again. You, you literally you be in the bed just thinking about: should I do this? How? It's it's crazy the night before. So speaking of that, what do you do to calm your nerves the night before a game? This I make so I go go through everything three times and just just tell myself, don't worry about nothing. God got you. Bad, bad, bad. I like it. I like it. All right, last one. Who is your favorite sports uh person or figure growing up that you feel like 
you either chasing the want to be like or someone you just admire how they handle their business? Um, I say Ray Lewis, just how you handle his business. Um, man, like I got a chance to meet Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was, it was crazy when I got a chance to meet him because one of his sons, sons played at both of his sons played at Kentucky. Okay, so it was a that. great opportunity. Then, um, just want to be like Dominican Sue because he got okay. that. He had you no know, center when playing for the Lions. He, your dog. It makes sense. You being from Detroit, he started off in the Lions with yeah. Detroit. So you know, it makes a lot of the comparison right there. Getting to know someone that's, you know, that. Kind of, I would say close, you know, yeah. both of y'all being in Detroit uh, and everything. So that makes a lot of sense, man. Like I said, man, great stuff, man. Great stuff. We enjoyed it, uh, Justin. I know the Auburn family, all the Auburn people. I know y'all are excited to see this man this year. Justin, tell me what number you wearing this year. Um, No, they had me around 97 in a little spring, but now I'm going back to my old roots, getting 52 again. 52. So everybody, I want y'all to watch number 52 on the on the field this year. You're gonna be making a lot of plays. I'm sure this won't be our only episode with him. We'll get him back on here during the season. I think he done had about nine pancake tackles. And uh now y'all don't call them pancakes. That's the offensive line. What y'all call them on D line on y'all? Uh tackle for loss. Tackles for loss. So when we see him on D line getting all these tackles for loss, second the quarterback, you know. I'm pretty sure he have a little special five second dance that he'll get up and do for us in the oh, games, yeah. but you know, we'll know all about big Justin Rogers. Hey, Justin, thank you for your time, man. Thank you for coming on the Own to Victor podcast and uh, appreciate your hard work and everything that you're doing, man. Keep keep grinding, man. We're looking forward for a special season. And uh, this time next year, we'll be seeing where you'll be drafted at. So, you know, oh, yeah. it'll yes, be a sir. special moment. So uh, enjoy the journey. Don't rush it. Take it one day at a time. Enjoy the process. Let it and keep making memories. Yes, sir. All right. And War Eagle, brother. Yes, sir. War Eagle.